we're, we're here today and, and we want to talk about, uh, talk about Davey and Josh and, and, uh, and why, why you're not in the mix. <laughs> yeah. I put out that tweet earlier. Um, more for fun than anything else. I, I, if I really had an interest, I assume that Josh would consider me, but, but, uh-huh. um, it looks like he's putting a uh, good staff together. And, and obviously there's something to be said about having guys on your staff that you've been in the trenches with, that you've dealt with, uh, with regard to adversity and pressure and expectations and failures and successes, uh, having lived that with, with people and knowing how they respond to certain things, uh, it, it definitely makes it, I think, and I would, I would do the same if I was going to be a head coach and I had the, the pick of who I wanted, I would definitely find guys that I thought would really enhance that, that experience and, and people I could trust in tough moments, you know? So definitely, definitely. I, I can, I can understand why Josh picked Davey for sure. Yeah, so here's a man uh, who probably needs no introduction to most of you, but I'll give him one anyway. He played for U.S. national team, but he also played in Kansas City for a lot of years with uh, two guys that are really going to be, uh, I think I put in my story, the, the brain trust of the uh, Austin FC locker room. So Jimmy Conrad, maybe you've got a, a second team uh, to, to root for now. I think we talked about that when Josh Wolf got hired as the head coach. But uh, I got to ask, though, Jimmy, to start off, What's the deal? Why? Why are you not? Why are you not on the staff? <laughs> you, you, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. Uh, I feel like I tick all the boxes. I've got great hair on top of it. You know, I just feel like I've got a lot of things working for me. And uh, maybe, maybe Josh is definitely not intimidated by me by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but no, I, I, I'm excited for Josh just to have the opportunity first and foremost and for him to bring in Davey. I also played with Tyson Wall, who's running the academy. Uh, Claudio was somebody that was a teammate for me with me on the national team. So it's a great collection of guys. And I think uh, Austin are really uh, doing the right things in terms of people that will bring what this club stands for, you know, and, and what you want out of a coaching staff and, and an academy director and, and everybody in the front office. So it's very cool. I'm very excited. And yes, I'm going to give Josh a hard time and I'll definitely uh, always give Davey a hard time. But uh, yeah, but that's, I'm not there yet. That's what I'm trying to say. That was a really long way of me saying I'm not there yet. Hopefully I'll get there soon. And when I do, then, then we'll talk if, if Josh will have me on the staff. Hey, I was going to ask, is it because uh, against Manchester United, Davey scored the goal and then you got the red card? I mean, that, there's probably a lot of reasons. I'm sure Josh could have a whole list of, <laughs> if he had a pros and cons, you know, he could have a nice list of cons, I'm sure, as to... Uh, well, I don't know. Jimmy's, he's got a lot of personality, you know, there's a whole bunch of things that, uh, he might not want that on the staff, but it's all good. I mean, no, he's got that with Davey. Davey's got a great personality as does Josh. And, and, uh, I'm excited. I, I am really excited. And I love that they have this type of lead time to build. You know, I thought, and Josh is a disciple of Bob Bradley in many ways with the Chicago fire back in the day. I think, I think Bob has done an excellent job with his expansion teams in particular, and I think he'll probably be leaning on that. And I know he's friends with John Thornton. So there's a lot to glean from what LAFC has been doing and what Chicago Fire did initially. Josh was a part of that. So it's good. It's good times. If I'm an Austin FC fan, which obviously, as you mentioned, I need to be now because all my friends are involved with the club. Mm-hmm. They're my second club behind. Well, I actually have to, I have to claim the earthquakes too. I'm with my third club at this point. 
Um, <laughs> but they're all there. They all have a special place in my heart. So I just think that this is a, a good thing for Austin. And I think Davey's a great hire. Yeah, and I, I do wonder, like, um, I think I saw a video from, I forget what year it was, but I saw this video from, from Davey's 200th game that, that Sporting, uh, or I guess the Wizards at that point had put out, and it was like, you, um, Josh, Jack Jewsbury, Kerry Zavagnin, and, and I think Peter Vermees, like, basically just kind of giving your tribute. I think you called, uh, you said you and Davey were an old married couple. <laughs> but but I do wonder if like being there in the trenches with all those guys, if if you ever did have a feeling, or if it just seems obvious now that that maybe those two um, or a group group of you guys would be would be leading a you know leading a franchise at this point in, in your guys' lives or in their lives, uh, especially with those two. I think when you are in the game for as long as all of us have been. I think staying in the game makes a lot of sense. You have so much to give back and to offer in a lot of different ways. I was kind of curious. I mean, you look around any locker room, like, I wonder what that guy's going to do when he's done. And, huh, oh, Chris Klein, he was a team front office. He looks like a front office guy, you know? And so, <laughs> you know, I think all of us could probably coach or at least, you know, have some influence on how to develop players, given what we went through as players ourselves and what we saw uh, along the way, what worked and what didn't, and where we think we could help out there and give some input. Uh, I, I don't know if I, I, there, I, I don't really feel like I ran into anybody that I was like, dude's going to be a coach for sure. Maybe Greg Berhalter, actually, the national team. I was like, you know what? Yeah, he's probably going to, I think he wants to coach right now. It's just kind of how he communicates on the field. So that was very clear. With, with Wolfie and Davey in particular, they were absorbing a lot of information and they were quiet leaders. They led by example. So it was hard to say because I could see them being successful at a lot of different things. And I know that they had interests outside of the game as well. And if they wanted to pursue that, they would have been successful at that too. And I think that's a nice attribute for both of those guys to have, that if they commit to something and they jump in with both feet, they're going to have success. And that's why I want to echo my sentiments from before that I think Davey's a great hire and I've already said the same about Josh. But yes, I mean, what I would say is a lot of our conversations in the locker room, a lot of it was X's and O's. How do we get more out of this situation? How do we get more out of each other? What, what are we doing or not doing that's, that's lending itself to success or failure? Uh, these are uh, regular conversations. And so Josh is very analytical about the game. He was my roommate for a long time. I sat next to Davey in the locker room. You know, and, and I would say Josh was very – like he would the, – the, how he would see the game. It's almost like the Matrix, right? Everything kind of slowed down <laughs> when Josh was explaining things. And he was dodging bullets and – and figuring out ways to, to make the game easier for himself and for everybody else. Uh, what I love about Davey in particular is that, and I think Josh had a quote about it that I read, he's really hard on his sleeve. You know, he, it, it matters to him. It matters about being good. And I think that's a really nice blend and balance between him and Josh in particular, that you're going to get somebody who's going to get into you a little bit and be honest with you and be raw with you about how you need to get better. That They're there as a coaching staff to make you a better player. And ultimately – if you're a better player, we're going to have a better team and, and then we're going to have success. And if we have success, everybody wins. All boats rise if teams do well. It's rare when you see the league MVP be on the last place team, right? It just doesn't happen. You need to have a successful team to win individual awards or get better contracts or whatever it may be. And the sooner you can get everybody on the same page, the better. But I think they're a really nice contrast for each other. And they're going to both obviously have their strengths and weaknesses that, that I think will really complement that and then obviously move the team forward. How would you describe those uh, – those mid-2000s Kansas City teams to somebody that wasn't following the league at that point? 
We were stacked. I'll be honest. I mean, we had <laughs> some really good teams. I mean, in 2004, yeah. we won the Open Cup and got to the MLS Cup final. You know, you talk to us on our side, we feel like we got hosed a little bit in that final. And if you talk to DC who won, they're like, oh, the game was fine, you know. So there was some controversy there, but we were on the precipice of winning the double. And then because of that success, a lot of us started getting called into the national team on a regular basis. And that really decimated the team because in 05, we had the Gold Cup, Josh, Eddie, and I, or I don't know if Eddie was on the team yet, maybe carries the Vagnon. We, we, there's like three, three or four players that the team lost for eight weeks, which is crazy. And then we didn't make the playoffs that year by one point or something, something ridiculous. And then the following year is the World Cup. And then you lose three more guys. Carries the Vagnon was one of the last cuts. So like mentally, he's going to check out like any player would because that was his, you know, his dream didn't get realized. Yeah. And we, we, we missed, I think uh, Bob Gansler got fired maybe uh, towards the end of that because it wasn't going well. But he was missing his three best players for half of a season for two consecutive years. I mean, that's got to be hard and that's harsh in a lot of different ways. So when you look at it and you look at our names on paper and you look at our record, you'd be like, nah, these guys underachieved. And yes, in a lot of ways we did. But I feel like there is uh, some context that needs to be given so that people can understand. But dude, we had, we, had, we had some sauce, as I like to say, and we could play. We could hang with anybody. And if we didn't have those national team commitments, we would have been competing for the league for a number of consecutive years. That's the type of team they had put together. But as sports goes and as the national team commitments go and as some injuries go, uh, you know, that didn't work out the way that we all envisioned that it would. Yeah. And I was reading and watching some like older clips and, and of, of Davey's career. And it's really interesting to look back. I went to a division two school, so I kind of have, you know, like he, he played at West Texas and I'm very familiar mm-hmm. with that level. And it is kind of crazy to me when you look at a guy like that, that had the longevity and, and really, you know, made his space in, in, in MLS for, for so long and continues to. I wonder for you, though, as you watched him kind of carve out that space, what it was about him that, you know, how he earned that respect coming from a place, um, even at that time, where if you weren't Division One or you weren't, a, you know, um, now it's, right, if you even played college soccer, you might be having to, to kind of fight your way. But, like, for a guy like that coming out of Nederland, Texas, and, and playing at West Texas A&M, how did he earn respect in the locker room? Well, I think first and foremost, by having the right attitude, he kept his mouth shut. He didn't try to pretend he was anything but himself. And his work ethic was incredible. Uh, There was never a play where he ever gave up on. He was always trying to get the most out of himself and and everybody around him. So that's really what stuck out was like this this doggedness. He always was looking to compete. And if he got beat, you would know the next day that he wouldn't let it happen again. And I feel like that raised the level, you know, even if he wasn't respected as a decorated college player or a decorated youth player or whatever it may be. I was very similar, right? I walked on and yeah. uh, in college, I didn't get drafted into MLS. So I felt a kindred spirit to him in some ways that, yeah, we're going to have to fight to get any kind of respect in the, on this team who obviously had some World Cup veterans, uh, when, especially when he joined because I came in his second year. But he had Peter Vermes and Tony Miola and those guys. And, and respect is earned. I, taught, I, I tell that to the, the kids I coach now or to anybody I talk to. And I thought that Davey knew that. He has it inside. And he went out and fought for that respect day in and day out. And that consistency. That, that uh, even when he wasn't playing, still having a good attitude. Those things matter. You know, a lot of, a lot of guys will give up maybe in certain situations. He, was, he wouldn't give up. And I think he's a great role model and an example for a lot of players that are coming up 
that just because you're not playing one day doesn't mean you can't be an important player for the team uh, a little bit later on. And so there's a lot of great reasons why Davey's a great addition to the coaching staff, and that's just one of them. Yeah, and um, I, I want, do wonder, like, do you feel like you have a clear picture in your mind at this point, knowing that Josh is the head coach and, and Davey's going to be there as well? And they've only signed one player, right? It's a, a young winger out of, out of Paraguay. And, uh, but do you kind of feel like you have a picture of what, you know, what a, a Josh Wolf davey Arnold team looks, looks like when, it, when, it, when we roll it out? Or when well, it, I know the jokes are going to tell. That's, that's 100% sure. <laughs> I know all the, the inside jokes uh, and the sense of humor that those guys have and the competitiveness that they're going to have. And I think the environment, I could probably speak to more of the environment because, as you say, there's only one player signed. So a lot of your, let's say, tactics or the rhythm and flow that you're going to try to establish in a team is really going to be dictated by the players that are capable of playing a certain way. So it's hard to say about that, but I know with regard to the environment and the culture, it's going to be A+. plus. Uh, they're going to be demanding, but fair. They are going to ask you to work hard, but work smart. You know what I mean? There's all these little uh, caveats to the, the, their demands that are all positive. And because of that, and because I know these guys so well, uh, I would love to be an Austin FC player uh, moving forward because I know how they're going to be, these players are going to be treated. And, and I know they're going to get better being around those guys. Yeah. What's your relationship now with all these guys? I mean, so many of them have, have stayed around the game as have he, as have you, but you've taken a little bit of different path. <laughs> and, you know, I wonder like what, what the conversations are like now when you talk to these guys <laughs> and all these serious GMs and, yeah. and coaches and, and, and you're out here, you know, you're, you're probably the best known of all of them at this point uh, with a lot of us, but you know, giving back to the game in a different way. Yeah, definitely giving back in a different way. I think that they probably could see that I was always a bit of a goof, you know, and this is just me maybe uh, extrapolating that goofiness to a, another level. And, and social media, they would probably argue, is a great medium for me to be myself and put myself out there in a bit of a cartoony way. They know me as real me. They, they, they know that I have my own insecurities and all the other stuff that I'm working through and, and how I work through that type of stuff. They know me quite well. I would say that when we talk, it's more only about families because we are, you know, all young parents and we're all working through that and, and we get to reminisce. We did something with Sporting Kansas City where we had a trivia night. It was me, Jack, and Davey and Nick Garcia. I just, uh, I just saw that. I was uh, going around and like, uh, do you want to set the record straight on what happened on the one that didn't get recorded? Or? Well, I won that one and I won this other one. So oh, I you got, won both. There's no, okay. there's no record to the get end. straight. Okay. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but what I really enjoyed about it it's just like kind of, you just fall right back into your friendships. I mean, everybody has that friend. I think everybody can relate to it that you might not talk to him for two years, but right when you talk to him, you're right back where you were. And there's no hard feelings about keeping in touch or any of that crap. They, you just get right back into it. And I love that. And I miss that. I miss that locker room banter, as they say, uh, the most. And, and so when they said, oh, we have to re-record it. Yeah, I was bummed because I, I, I won the first one. But I also secretly was like, Ah, uh, cool. I get to talk to these guys again next week. And, and that meant a lot to me because I don't get as much of that interaction as I'd like to. And, and I do miss being a part of a team and being a part of something bigger than myself. Uh, with regard to that's more with Davey and Jack, you know, or Taylor Graham or any of those guys that were on the Wizards when we were all coming up together. With Wolfie in particular, I always try to check in about family stuff and he does the same. But there are times when he was with the national team. It was one of the games was pretty close by and I couldn't get down to it for whatever reason. But I just texted him to say I couldn't be there. And then afterwards, he texted and said, hey, what'd you, what did you think? You know, so I know there's value there, too. You know, I know that I, I package my stuff, as I say, uh, kind of cartoony. But, but ultimately, 
I got some real, they got some meaningful words in there packaged every once in a while. And, and I know that they know that I know the game. Um, even if I try to do it in more entertainment way that if you strip away everything that I'm saying, there's, there's a lot of meat there. So I, I appreciate when they, when they value my input, uh, and it's good to talk to Josh about the game. It's what we did a lot when we were teammates and, uh, you know, anytime I have an opportunity to add insight or clarity or, or even to back up what he's thinking, I'm, I'm happy to do it or even to challenge him. Right. It goes both ways. And I think that's the respect that that's been earned over many years. Yeah. You mentioned family and it is kind of interesting to think about how, um, you know, I was just talking to Josh when I, you know, was talking to him about Davey just for a couple of minutes about uh, his son, Tyler, who's, who's, you know, getting ready to maybe make his debut for Atlanta United um, in the next, you know, during this MLS's back tournament. And then you talk about Claudio uh, earlier and, and Gio's out making a name for himself. And I know Davey's got a couple of younger kids as well. You've got kids and you know, I wonder what that's kind of like, and, and that's going to be a dy- dynamic of things in, here in Austin, like all three of those guys, um, you know, have, have kids and, and then they're really invested in the Academy as well. Um, what that's like on the youth side to see some of the, so many of these, you know, familiar faces that you've known since they were babies, like walking around the locker room. Yeah, that'll be a trip. I, I try to live in a world where I'm like perpetually 28 years old. So, and I knew all these, these kids when they're, you know, two or three. So to see them becoming grown people, making life choices on their own and, and joining academies and going across this, you know, over to Europe potentially to, to make that happen. And, and Tyler doing stuff for Atlanta. That's crazy. I mean, you know, you, you have a, probably a, a sibling or you might have a niece or nephew or a cousin. you like, you always have that one age and it's always going to be that age for you. And then when you see him like, wow, this doesn't fit. So I'm excited. I think that component, the family component is really important, especially if you're a parent and you're going to give up a kid to the academy and you're like, all right, Tyson Wall, we trust you with our kid to develop this one. Knowing that in the front office, you also have parents that are there that are living that experience themselves and the tough choices that might have to be made for the, for the development of that player, I think is really important because they're living it too. They, they, they know what that experience is like. And I think that will hope, hopefully resonate in a positive way and trickle down all the way from the top to the bottom. And, Knowing these guys, there's no question. I, I, I'm in some ways jealous I'm not involved, in, you know, because I, I just know they're going to do it right. And, you know, they're putting everything in place and they're ahead of it. They have time to build, which not a lot of coaches have that, that time. And I think that's – it sounds like they're, they're, they're making the most of it and putting the pieces in place to have success right out of the gate. And I use LAFC as an example because of the most recent example. Um, out, well, you can't really judge Inter-Miami at the moment or, uh, or Nashville. but. Um, that's that just having that or maybe they can learn from mistakes too right even the ones that didn't have success as they came into the first year of the league but but uh, yeah it's a good time to be an Austin FC fan obviously the proof's in the pudding right they have to go out there and do the do the job but but right now everything looks pretty good do you have a do you have a Davey Arno Josh Wolf story that that, share? <laughs> that I can share yeah <laughs> I mean we would play a lot of cards there's uh-huh. a lot of cards going on and there are times where Cards were thrown and people were upset. You know, the, <laughs> I think it's just a, an example of their competitiveness. And again, when they make a decision to be good at something, and they care about it and it matters to them. It, I know it sounds uh, it's just a card game, but it's not just a card game. It's a card game that, that we want to win and do everything that we possibly can to make that happen. And, and uh, you know, and what I actually loved is that even though if they lost, they'd still, they'd still come back in. They, they, not only did they lose, they, they, they lost and they heard a ton of crap from us but they would still have the, 
the gall to get up and be like, all right, whatever, I'm going back in again. And I think that that speaks volumes. Uh, you know, it's a little thing and it might not feel like much, but I, I can't tell you how that does matter because then you see it on the field and you know that you can trust them in those little moments. And now even as a coaching staff, they'll have it and the players will feel that, but then they're also going to demand it. And I think that will end up being part of the culture uh, moving forward that you'll like an imprint their 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 fingerprints, let's say all over the team. And um, yeah, it's very cool. I'm, I'm very excited for you guys. Talking to Jimmy Conrad, a former teammate of both Davey Arnold and, and Josh Wolf. And uh, Jimmy, I'll give you the last word here. And I, I sent out a tweet the other day because I was thinking about how just uncertain everything is right now and just, you know, how difficult it is to, to kind of look at um, just from an Austin perspective, right? We've been looking forward. A lot of fans have been looking forward to, to getting in that stadium in, in early 2021. And you don't know when, right, you're actually going to be able to pack in with a group of people and feel feel safe again. I just wonder for you, what are those things that, that are keeping your spirits up? And, and, you know, you're a pretty upbeat guy. I wonder how you've been, you know, keeping that smile and keeping, keeping that energy uh, through all this. Well, I think it's perspective. Ultimately we lived in New York city prior to moving to the West coast. And we feel thankful that we're not caught or stuck in a shoebox in New York city with nowhere to go with two young kids. You know, we're, we're fortunate and feel fortunate to be in a house where at least we're not right on top of each other and we have a little bit of room and we the, the girls even though they elect to rather be on screens bit different conversation than to go outside and actually enjoy nature um you know we, we just we try to see it through that lens and that ultimately gives us that perspective that we need not to get overwhelmed it is difficult and i can understand for especially for people that don't have jobs at the moment that do have kids that they have to take care of it could be very very stressful and if you have anybody who's sick that you know obviously, and you can't be around them. That has to be extremely difficult. We, we don't have any of that yet, um, and thankfully, but, but uh, we have heard a lot of stories of people that, that have. And again, that, keep, that keeps our spirits up. And, and then we just, just try to remain positive. We talk a lot, right? We talk a lot about what's happening. We try to educate our girls about what's happening so they can be thoughtful about what's happening. They, they've lost their social circles in a lot of different ways. So it's a lot of communication, a lot of board games, right? A lot of interact, interactivity to just try to do that. And then we exercise a lot. I'm, I'm an exercise fiend. I can't let it go. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely not going to look like Diego Maradona, you know, and when I finish playing where it looks like I ate a version of myself. So um, we, I find that to be a nice balance to the stress that I'm feeling. Uh, I, I was out of work for a few months now, now that sports are coming back. Um, thankfully, some opportunities are coming back so I can relate to that in some capacity and yeah I don't know that's it I, I try to I'm trying to learn a new language I started a new podcast like all these little half-baked ideas that I had are yeah. now I, I now have the time to you know turn those into fully realized dreams and so it's it's nice it's 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 I'm trying to take advantage of the time that I have and then also trying to you know take just be appreciative and grateful for the fact that I'm still standing up I'm still breathing and, and everybody around me is okay and, and just trying to make the most of it all right Jimmy Conrad thanks so much for your time we, we really appreciate it down here in Austin I'm sure that uh, you might have some some Los Verdes and uh, Austin Anthem uh, merch coming your way at some point uh, with, well, with then, well if that's the case you can have me on anytime I love I love free merch not from me unfortunately I'm not the one <laughs> pulling, pulling the trigger but uh, you know those guys are are excited and I'm sure that a lot of them uh, listen to you too so and a lot of people my age appreciate your voice in the game and uh, you know it's uh, it's cool to to think about 
those old Wizards teams that, you know, and, and now, you know, Josh Wolf and Davey Arnault and, and all the connections that they have around the league. Um, and you're one of those. So I thought you'd be good to talk to and I really appreciate you, you hopping on it and, and doing it, uh, you know, your perspective and, and uh, experiences uh, pretty valuable. So yeah, thanks. yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it.